This episode of Playhouse Shorts is sponsored by ePuff Store, the online vape and e-hookah mega store. Visit today at www.epuffstore.com and use the promo code RICO for 15% off on any order, no matter how big or small. Yeah, so this is the uh, next episode of Playhouse Shorts. I'm here. I'm going to call this one the evolution of sound. I thought we gonna talk about the evolution of sound. So, uh, you wanna, uh, y'all wanna give me a, let them know who you are? Oh, real. <clears throat> I go by the name of Just One, uh, DJ Just One, uh, at Just One TFB, J U S T O N E TFB on all social media. You know, just a, your neighborhood DJ is what I like to call myself. That's about it. For me. Okay, okay. Yeah, so I want to take it back because I know, like, you was one of the first people I knew. I tweeted a DJ Quick line off of his album. Which one? Ah, uh, fuck. What was the, um, what was, what album was it that, uh, Get At, You Need to Get At Me was on? Uh, shit. I was going to say it was a red cover, but we know how that go. Safe and sound. Yeah, it was. Safe and sound. Because you tweeted, uh, it was, uh, it was a line from Dollars and Cents. Yeah. Alright. And I'm like, damn, like, what niggas know about this? I'm like, man, this is one of the, this is one of the coldest producers. Nah, I ain't a producer, I ain't a producer. I'm just strict, strictly DJ at the moment. No, I'm saying, but as a DJ, so who is like, let me ask you this, like, so who is like one of your, uh, like, favorite producers right now? Like, who are some of your favorite producers? Right now? Yeah, so if you had to pick a, like, just say five, five producers you fucking with, Andy. They ain't necessarily got to be from Chicago, they could be from anywhere. Thilo, Ninth Wonder, um... It's kind of hard now, cause I I base like my style per, like personally, I do a lot of old shit. All right. So name some old. Oh, so like that you... who else? Sango, Atu, um, Deepak. That whole Sonda movement is just amazing to me. If we speaking on now, um, who else? I could probably put out one more. Um, it's this dude named uh, Romdeful. R-O-M-D-E-R-F-U-L. His music is just absolutely amazing to me. But that's on some like whole soul action type shit for those who know about it. So I say like some of my personal favorites off that. Uh, like, so I say definitely Knife Wonder. Mm-hmm. Knife Wonder unblocked me on Twitter. I know I told you. <laughs> I know you I, blocked you for in the first place. Because I was this was this was pre this was early Twitter. I was tweeting my man's mixtape every day trying to get my man's on. Oh okay, man. Next thing you know, he was like, I'm tired of that shit. Yeah, he got me up out of there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but no, nah, Night Wonder, like my one of my favorite producers of all time. Like, uh, I said, you know, I fuck with Heavy Man, and I think yeah. he don't get enough credit. Southside, man. I fuck with Southside. I feel like Southside is to me Southside better than Metro, and it, and he been better than Metro, but just niggas just didn't know Southside was just producing shit. Niggas knew Southside was producing but then shit, they, but it was like start putting the tag on it more. It's more so the fact that Metro's Metro is more so of a personality than anything. Yeah, yeah. Southside just he, he really produced. Yeah, he, he he produced, and then he a B side nigga for real. He mm-hmm. he is a he is a true B side nigga. Well, as of late, he coming out more of a shell. But um, early on, no, I ain't see too much of him. Yeah, cause he cause everybody forget he. He used to produce all Walker shit. Yeah. And Gucci shit. And he was like 15, 16. Nah, he was, he was producing some shit. But like, like like I said, it was like, it was more of a personality fact than more of a um, a charisma thing when, when it came when to Metro versus yeah. Southside. So here y'all agree. Like, if you want to talk about strictly music, yeah, I, of course, I, I personally would agree with Southside. But like, of course, Metro got to beat on a, a few, a few things, but... I feel like Future make better music with Southside. I feel like Southside got more Future top ten than mm. Metro do. Like what? Uh, shit, the whole Fifty Six Nights produced mm. by Southside, except for one song. If we being completely honest, Fifty Six Nights is a forgettable tape to me. Okay, and I can understand why. That's why I don't think March Madness is a top 20 future song. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Not Real at all. Niggas know. Not Real at niggas all. know. Not at all. Real niggas know. Not at all. Real niggas know. Niggas be on Twitter getting mad at me. I'm like, bro, you're tweaking. I can name three tapes future got this better than March Madness altogether. Off top. Beast like, Mode top two. Beast Mode. Oh. Monster. That's his two. best mixtape to me. His best one. FBG the movie better than that. Yeah, FBG the movie better than that. Uh, 56 Nights. I had a lot of memories of that one, actually. But no, personally, if you just talk about future tapes, not shit. Fucking um, Beast Mode is number one in my ass. Not even, I ain't, I'm talking strictly off personal experience. I ain't talking nothing music related, nothing. It's all personal experience. So, I, I, I fuck with Beast Mode. You know what? I fuck with Beast Mode because, first of all, that was like. Zaytoven was I felt like Beast Mode would was supposed to be Gucci's, but Gucci wasn't here and Zaytoven was just like, fuck it. He's I'ma just go in the lab. And I think he was just in that bitch like, what's some shit? I could hear future and Gucci just killing. And just was he the piano that he played it throughout the whole like, what my nigga? Nah yeah, dude. Zaytoven, if we talk about now that where I came okay. from, yeah. See now, now that we having this combo right here, I can sit and put Zaytoven in my top five because I've always said Zaytoven yeah. was one of the best. But that was just, I think it's yeah, like like I got Zaytoven. Zaytoven is one of my personal fans. I like Zaytoven early on. Yeah, I like some of that shit now, but it, 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 it shouldn't. It, it really just depends. You know what? I feel like any. I don't even really heard no bad Zaytoven songs. I really heard niggas get on some Zaytoven shit and fuck it up. Because he had that Sha Glizzy shit. Him and Sha Glizzy had that tape. And that shit was hot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he just came. He just dropped the album or some shit last year. Mm-hmm. That shit was fire. He had some shit on there with Keith. 
he had some shit with like currency and fucking. It was he was like putting niggas together. Currency and Young Dolph had a song on there. It was like hella shit. Uzi had a fire ass song on there. But yeah, man, Jake Tovin definitely. I'm gonna say, um, hey man, that little Canadian nigga, murder on the beats. Shorty is going nuts. Yeah, and I'm sitting here thinking back, like, damn, it was hella songs this nigga produced for Drake or somebody. No, yeah, he produced a lot of shit, but like, Early, like a couple years ago, and I'm no, like, no, yeah, he was just in the background. He was one of them niggas. He one of the people that started to develop the personality himself too. So it was like, and develop his own sound. Yeah. Man, who else is dope? I don't think... You know who I think don't get enough credit, G? Mustard as a producer. Why not? I don't think he get enough credit. For other shit he produced outside of just hits. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, other than the shit niggas know him for. Oh, my God, he don't. Young Berg don't get enough credit as a producer. As a producer and a writer, with me, he does, but like... As far as the other shit, anybody else talking about the other shit he be on no. no. Yeah. No, no, but he's definitely one of the like most underrated, like. Man. Him and the nigga, uh, what's the nigga, A1? Them two niggas. Mm-hmm. They like, man, they like the perfect one two punch. They out here writing hits. Hits. And they just cranking them bitches out like like damn. Who else writing so Ty Dollar Sign don't get enough credit as a producer either. Yeah, hey, producer and a writer. Yeah, he don't, I don't think he get enough credit. As a producer, I said him personally. I said him, me personally. He was one of the best singers of my generation. My folks looked at me crazy. My motherfuckers said I was crazy for that shit. Ooh, tight dollars on Yeah. Because honestly, me, I ain't heard nobody else give us that full of a range when it comes to his vocals. So I'm like, shit. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, please correct me, shit. But me personally, I haven't heard it. So I'm like, okay. And I've been rocking with Tyson, what, fucking Beach House? True, true. So, I'm like, nah. So who are some old school producers that you like? Timbaland. Okay. Um, Havoc. Havoc did not get a you lot know, of credit. Oh, Havoc do not. Hey, Havoc, Havoc did not, not get enough not credit, credit, bro. That shit was so whack to me. I'm like, no. Havoc was out here cranking them, them joints out. Havoc. That's another reason why Mob D was able to come out on G-Unit and go two times platinum. Yep. And my, my <laughs> that Blood thought, Money album. That motherfucker thought that shit was a fluke. I'm like, all right. Fucking, um. Diddy. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'll take that shit. He had a whole era of shit. Who else? Um, no, if I'm talking about all 90s and shit, no, cool. If we're talking about all 90s and shit, it was 90s, 2000s, anything? Or, yeah. DJ Premier. Okay. And 
for real. No way. I'm gonna go Timberland, mm-hmm. Missy, Irv Gotti. Ah, nah, I can't. I can't never over. I can't never overlook what he did for Hov. He was giving Hov okay. heat. Yeah. Fuck what he did for Ashanti and Ja. That was fire too. I'm not gonna disrespect. Just playing too. Yeah. I'll be bogus about this, but yeah, like I gotta put Irv in there for the shit he was giving Hov. He was giving Hov heat. Giving him hits. And he was talking street shit on him. And he beat the feds. You can't. You got never deny that shit either, bro. <laughs> no, definitely. Okay, I'll give you that. But who else? I'm going to throw Magoo in there with Timberland and Missy. I don't think he get enough credit as being a. But see, when I say okay, see now when I say Timberland, I'm talking about them as a unit. No, nah, cause I can't. I got to. I got to separate Missy. I got to. Missy alone. I'm saying I'm, I count them as a unit. Because when Timber- for that time, only because of the simple fact. Think about all the shit they do. SWV. Think about all the shit. Um, think about the shit they did with Nicole Wright. Yeah. As a unit, they wasn't doing that shit separate. They were doing that shit together. All yeah, but then you got to think about Missy doing tweet. Then Missy getting Sierra. Then you got to think about Missy. You got to think about Missy getting. But then, yeah, they but, both was they was both there because Missy was on. Uh, I think Missy got like writing credits on. Uh, she got writing credits on JT shit. shit she got yeah, write- don't she, then her, well, Timberland wrote "Cry Me a River." Mm-hmm. Produced that shit too. Yeah. Missy and Timberland are going to be rich for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of motherfuckers being rich for a long time, I was just talking about the Project Pat is eating in 2018. Oh, yeah. I'm you know, eating well. You know what's crazy? I was watching the interview with uh, Steve Rifkin. He's the on loud and all that shit. Who had signed 3-6 Mafia. He said the people at the label didn't. He said people at Universal, uh, they ain't believe in them. Right? Mm-hmm. Or Warner Brothers at the time. Whichever whichever one they was going through at the time. And he was like, they ain't believing him. He kept telling them, like, man, y'all got to get these kids a good, you know. Get them a good they was like, deal. They was like, uh, you know, we don't even believe in Give them whatever you want. He was like, all right. Hey, y'all own 100% of y'all music. We only going to get our distribution fee. Niggas got a drug deal. A French deal. That I own 100% of everything I do. We... We're going to own our masters forever. Forever. These niggas are still... They still spending 90s money. Duh. Duh. He said they came out and went like triple platinum or some crazy shit. And he said he looked at... He said he went in the office and laughed at the label. He said, I told y'all it was going to be the biggest thing. So he's like, I told you they're going to be huge. He said, because they're going to be a cult. They got that cult following. Yeah. And then Project Pat, all them niggas, they own all that shit. And DJ Paul and Juicy J produced it. It's just so crazy to see that shit. I'm just so happy to see Project Pat and all of them still eating in 2018. Man. Straight up. Oh, you know who else I'm going to put in there? Who don't get enough credit? Uh, What's his name? You named, you named, uh, you said Havoc. I thought of somebody else. Oh, Stevie J. Yeah. 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 And he was in there. See, my thing with mentioning niggas like that, it'd be a lot of niggas like him that go down with asterisks. 
So it's like their career, musically, of course, you you can't say nothing about it. But them as people, you got to throw the asterisk on that. So it's like, it, it fuck them up a little bit. Yeah, but he still be producing shit for Beyonce, Rihanna, all mm-hmm. that. Because motherfuckers like, he got, that's how you know a nigga talented. He just go wild out. This nigga Scott Storch back in the game, I think. Yeah. Scott Storch then got off coat. He said, all I do is smoke weed now. <laughs> that's it. He said, all I do is smoke weed. Like He was like, I used to be doing pills, all type of shit. Scott Storch is definitely in there. Uh, I'm going to put Dre in there. Daz don't get enough credit to me either. Yeah. Daz is Daz is another one. Yeah, that's a producer, yeah. Yeah, Daz don't get enough credit. Like, like at all. Yeah. These, I'm definitely putting DJ Quick in there. Yeah. I'm putting... Uh, Off top. A lot of people don't give uh, DJ Yella enough credit either. I fuck with Yella, but it's just like, I, me personally, I wasn't into that, to that type of music. With his, his, his brand new, like NWA was cool or whatever. It did its thing as far as like pushing the culture of like black people back then, that, just that third. But me personally, I'm just not rocking with the music. <laughs> like, I can, I, of course, I know the music. I, I play the music. It's just not my, I'm not picking that shit up. Yeah. Mm. Trying to think. I had one more. Uh, Jermaine Dupree. Yep. JD and the Brett. We're going to put them together. Because mm-hmm. uh, never forget they had y'all out here wearing them, uh, them name belts. Them digital name belts. Yep. Ladies, don't forget where y'all came from. Because mm-hmm. everybody seems to forget y'all was out here wearing digital name belts. Had and the, all them shaking with spray painted shirts on. Bro, what time out? We had the whole... Like, my whole neighborhood had those belts. And then we had the street on the belt going across. Every time we went outside, it was funny as hell. <clears throat> so we would go to, like, those Brooks parties, and we will go to the, uh, to the ring and some shit. All had them belts on just shining. Funny as hell. Yeah. Man, he fresh. Yeah. Yeah, Manny Fresh don't get enough credit. I'm trying to think. Them in-house No Limit producers was going nuts. The whole No Limit back then in general. Yeah. Niggas was putting out an album every week and they all didn't, they all sold at least, these niggas masterpiece said for a year straight, for a couple, for like a year straight, we just put out an album every week and they all went gold or better. By the end of the year, everything was gold or platinum. And all that shit. And everybody on the label was eating. Eating. Getting that bag. Snoop went over there. I was like, damn, nigga couldn't believe me. <laughs> this shit. I need that. I need a master P. I need to go and get some of this shit. That nigga Snoop. He was rich already, but he... Yeah, he seen the rest of that shit. He's like, I own the rest of this shit. And nigga said, he said when he went to Master P, Master P was like... Yo, ain't none of your cars in your name. You don't own you. You don't own none of that shit. He like, man, this nigga Shug, all the shit in Shug name, all, all that shit. He, yeah, shit, nigga, we ain't know nothing, need, man. Come on, <laughs> put him up on game. Got him his money from Shug. Kept it moving on his yeah. Head. Had to get Shug up out of here. Shug was Shug was feeding niggas, but Shug was stealing too, man. Of course. It should have been in the day. Yep. Still a cop, the nigga. 
<laughs> See, like I said, at the end of the day, what his music career, like his shit he did for music, go up there, but his shit go down with Astro. <laughs> yeah, Birdman, perfect example of that. Yeah, he finna pay Wayne. No, he got to not court order. No, no, he said they uh they said they met up and Birdman was like, man, come on. Oh shit, let's go then. He said Birdman and Wayne came together. They was like, come on, we gonna end it. Birdman was like, fifty six million. Here you go. And he gonna and the Carter Five gonna come out and they gonna pay him all. So the fifty six million for all the back royalties and shit. And all that shit. And for the money for Drake and Wayne. And I think... And somehow Wayne finna finesse on him more percentage than Birdman and your money. Because he... Because he, he get it. He only own 49%. Shit, now he get it. Yeah. Birdman Because everybody forget Wayne... Wayne technically owns a third of cash money, too. Yeah. Everybody forget that. So they had to get that money straight too. So it was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell shit on the table now. I'm trying to think about it. Yeah. Had a whole era of shit on the table. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's only so long you gonna keep giving me Bentleys and shit. There's only so many Bentleys you can drive, my nigga. <laughs> I need that bread. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so many watches I could wear. You feel me? Dude, it was. I was having this combo the other day. About groups and artists that just wasn't getting enough recognition in general, period. Since we just on the topic of producers and shit. I don't know if you know about this group, Second to None. Yeah, I heard of them. Yeah, dude. That was one of them groups that did not get enough push nor recognition only because it fucking quick. And that's what's fucked up. And that was their cousin. I'm like, who else? Uh, It was a group called Intro. They had probably one good song. Now, they had a couple of songs, but again, not enough credit, not enough push. Who else? Uh, G40? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Duh. 40 don't get enough credit. I think people really like don't get him. I don't know why they don't get him enough credit. I think it's just that we just expect him to be 40. Yeah, because see, people people get used to shit after a while, and then if you fall off from that, then that's when you start getting your um, your talks about motherfuckers. Hold on, my fault. You start getting your talks and shit about motherfuckers uh, being on your ass and shit. My fault. Ah. Yeah, yeah. All right, we gonna, before we get out of here, we gonna talk about the uh, the DJs. Okay. So, like, what's some DJs, like, that you really fuck with? See, when I come to, like, when it comes to DJing, I really focus on turntablism, and I focus on crowd control. Not even just with a mic and shit like that, because it's a lot of good DJs that I don't even use a mic. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm from Chicago, so I don't want to hear a nigga talk. But see, that's the thing, though, nowadays, like, depending on where you go, it's a... You gotta, you kind of gotta like baby the crowd nowadays. It ain't like back in the day where you could just play all music and it ain't have, have to do too much. We're like motherfuckers was on the mic and shit, but like they went on the mic every fucking five, ten minutes or some shit like that, saying some shit. Yeah. So, but I, but I feel like I, I'd have been in parties. I'd have been in parties where you ain't get on the mic and you just DJ. So the, let me name my 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 DJs, the DJs, mm-hmm. DJs I fuck with. I fuck with you. 
Because right. I, I I fuck with you how you you mix. You uh you I'm gonna name the other two people that y'all did you put the other two DJs that you put me in mind uh my homie Justin Jet mm-hmm. Jet uh DJ Jet uh fucking the label the label uh the reason why I fuck with y'all with y'all specifically the most cause I like the way y'all mix and y'all don't gotta talk y'all just play good music and, and y'all mixes be crazy cause you'll be like damn did this nigga just blend that with this you like how the fuck you be like <laughs> you would never think that this would come up like you be like damn and then I and then when I went to slow jams the first slow jams mm-hmm. shout out Rello yeah uh, I'm like man the first slow jams I'm like damn this nigga had niggas in there stepping like niggas was in there dancing like I would, I would, you would have thought it was like a forty-year-old, thirty-and-up crowd. He was, <laughs> and we all in there in our twenties, and we was just in there like, man, going crazy. I'm like, dang, I seen the toughest niggas, some of the toughest niggas I know, in that slow dance. Hey, you know what? That be that be the funniest shit. And no matter what gig I go to, I always try to play some shit like that to make motherfuckers get out their element. No matter how, how uncomfortable you may feel, you gonna feel this. Certain type of music that I play, it's gonna it's gonna be a certain patch of songs that you might feel that like, oh wait, this may take me back to a certain point in my life, or this may take me back to this moment, this and the third. It's just gonna make you feel away. So that's that's just always my thing. I just want to make you always feel away when you hear certain things. It's just like with me DJing and shit. So like, I was what the fuck was that? I DJ S two every Tuesday for S Tuesdays, and I played what was it on the Hotline by Pretty Ricky. Bro, it was this like probably the most car picture the the most car cracking West Side nigga you could think <laughs> of. Period. Nigga just literally just losing his mind in the middle of the dance. I'm looking at him like, bro, like you literally the spectacle of the entire shit right now. But it was just it was just so cool to see that shit because it's like, bro, you had you really getting out your shell for that shit, and I fuck with that because I'm like, I right, bet I'm doing my job. Shit, that's all. I- I fuck with that, bro. Appreciate you telling me that you fuck with me on that shit. Real talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't like niggas that talk when they DJ. I feel like that's some New York shit. Like, that's what they do in New York. Oh, see, now, I talk when I DJ or whatever, but I pick and choose. Like, I'm real, real... Right, but... Yeah. Particular on which parties and shit I talk at. Because, like, not like you said, not every party calls for that. Me and my part, Like, that's what I feel personally. Yeah, because I feel like now you got to... I feel like you done built up a, a good... A good reputation of being a nigga like, all right, we come in here to hear this music. Because mm-hmm. we like, we know. Yeah, that's the good and thing. And that's why I feel, that's how I feel about like the label and I feel like about Justin. Like Jack and shit, I'm like, man, like, when, I remember I had a nigga DJ a party, I ain't gonna say his name, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it wasn't Jet <laughs> one time. And niggas was blowing my phone up and niggas was coming to me like, hey man. This got a, this yeah, got a where, where Jet at? <laughs> Where that nigga at? That nigga's supposed to be here DJing. <laughs> you be like, all right, man. You be like, man, I'd have to put this nigga on in the middle of a party mm-hmm. <laughs> with the iPad and just let him go crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, I fuck, with, I fuck with that though. Like the, like I feel like the actual, I feel like niggas that lost the art of transitioning and niggas just be like playing whatever instead of mix. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't niggas transitions be trash. And I don't care how good songs you play, if your transitions is trash, it's never going yeah, to... That not, party, no matter how many people in there, it's not going to be a good party. People going to leave. Like that, And that be my thing. Like 
nowadays, just with the DJ culture in general, don't nobody practice. Don't nobody give a fuck. Everybody see this as a quick dollar. So it's like, okay, I feel it, but then I don't. I don't feel it for real at all. So it's like, if you're going to do it, do it for real, dude. Like, yeah, like Mario Craft. Yeah, because like you can tell who practice and who don't. It ain't even. It don't even matter if you all the way good or not. I want to see that you actually putting in effort to like forge your shit. Because everybody ain't gonna be good off top. That's just how it is. So I'm like, shit, my nigga. If you if you if I see you putting a fo- like your first foot forward to making yourself better when it comes to the actual craft, hell yeah, I will fuck with you. But if I just see you doing this shit for a quick dollar, that shit over with. That shit over with. Yeah. Oh, Funkmaster Flex. Yeah, I fuck with Flex as a DJ. I fuck with Flex. Like, since I was a shorty, we used to go on, I used to go online and listen to High 97 shit on the internet while I was doing my homework and listen to the Funkmaster Flex show. I fuck with Flex. Uh, fucking um, DJ Scratch. This dude named uh, Male Star, M E L L Star. Like, super old nigga. But, um,. Now, like, they the ones that really show you, like, technical, super technical. Not, maybe not flex, but, like, scratch and fucking um, mill for sure. For sure. So, I'm like, that's that's why I look at when it comes to, like, me trying to scratch. Like, if I want to look at, like, scratching shit in the city, too, I'll look at Boy Genius. That nigga's a scratch master. Yeah. I will give it. I will give him that. He, he scratches his ass off, and I'm... I'm Always looking to better myself when it comes to that shit, but who else is a, is a good DJ? Um, my favorite DJ is personally Tim, of course. Tim like two, yeah. Rest in peace. Jay Ella. Um, Jamal Smalls. Yeah, he's cold. Yeah, Smalls is cold. Yeah, he's he's um, cold. Mile High, that's my nigga. I love Mile High. Um. Who else? Who else? Who else? Mike P. And shit. Oh, finesse. Yeah, finesse, my boy. That's yeah. my boy. I can't forget finesse. Finesse, like I remember when finesse like first started DJing, and he came, and I remember I was like, dang, okay. And it was, it was like he'd be like some parties, you know, he'd be trying new stuff, trying different stuff. You'd be like, all right, then he. I mean, but he's DJing parties for us. But see, that's why, that's like I was just saying earlier, that's one of the people that I respect when he do it because I'm seeing him put it. That man is going crazy with his marketing, with him putting it yeah. on, his, on his actual skill. I'm, I'm fucking with bro. Like, it's this other nigga that's in, uh, he from Tennessee, but he he just uh, moved to New York. His name Mike Nasty. He called LMS. He called B-Man. Yeah, I'm talking about Chicago niggas right now. Um, who else? Vic. I'm always put Vic in there. Mad Boy White. Manny. Um, just one dude who be um, DJ in the Jordan District, and I cannot think of his name. I cannot think of his name. Well, when I find out, I'll let you know. Now, um, shit. No, yeah, that's really it for me as far as, like, who I'm actually liking right now. Turn the DJs, okay. Uh, 
What's his name? No. What's his name? Uh, Steve Aoki? Yeah. He's yeah. a really good DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Skrillex is a really good DJ. Yeah, like Skrillex. What was that festival they had at Soldier Field? Skrillex was headlining. I have no idea, but I know. I forgot what the name of it is. But I know he was in for that shit. Yeah. So. Man, I was so pissed that shit was sold out. See, festival DJs and shit like that cool, but I like seeing DJs doing smaller shit. Like, you know, stages are cool and shit like that. I ain't never taken away from a nigga being on stage or whatever. Ls. I ain't never gonna forget. Yeah, Ls, Ls, Ls. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Um. But I would rather see you performing like five hundred to a thousand people. I want to see what you do with that, cause that's more like yeah, it's still a big crowd, but it's more like a personal type yeah thing. So I would rather see what you could do with that. And then the stage, like I said, the stage is always cool. I ain't never denying that shit, but. I want to see you actually go for like a good four hours, two and a half, three hours. See what you can do that long versus doing a bunch of hot mixing. Yeah, and that's what I be telling niggas too. Like, niggas be, niggas be talking that DJ shit and I be like, yeah, that's cool, but can you DJ? I know niggas that DJ whole parties. Yeah, and that's another reason I fuck with y'all, with y'all, you know, you the label mm-hmm. and Jet. I'm like, man, Duck. You could put, I could throw y'all through any of y'all in a party for four hours, and I ain't gotta, I can get, I ain't gotta pay nobody else. Yeah, you can worry about me though, not. Yeah, I can do like, and I know I'm gonna be good. Yeah. I ain't gotta worry about the music at all. Cause my thing is nowadays too, you you can tell when a motherfucker like really taking that shit serious if you playing the same shit over and over and over and over. Like I know motherfuckers that have to play the same set for two hours. Play you the same, probably what, 20 songs, 30 songs? Yeah. And that shit. Mm. Yeah, like I just seen, I just seen y'all like DJ for four hours and the party just keep going and it's like, all right. Yeah, that shit. That shit be fun though, because it actually, it's a, it's, a, it's a real test of your, your library. It's a real test of you as a DJ, honestly, because it's like, shit, can you do four hours, six hours without repeating the same shit? Yeah. Like, in that set, I shouldn't hear the same song more than, like, two or three times. Not even two or three mm-hmm. times. I I won't mm-hmm. even do that. Yeah. You won't, you'll get the song for me one time. That's it. And then we on to the next shit. Yeah. Man. But yeah, man, we about to get up out of here. This has been another edition of Playhouse Shorts. Uh, oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, DJ Just One, appreciate you, my nigga, for having me, my nigga. Thank always. you, thank you. My pleasure, as always, man. Uh, make sure y'all look out for his mixes that be on SoundCloud, too. His mixes be fire, G. Uh, make sure y'all look out for that. Uh, he box. Yeah, always. We just did He box for my birthday. That shit sold out. We got a lot of shit playing coming up for the year so be ready for that shit yeah man we gotta talk man cause I got a hundred <laughs> episode is coming up so I need to do the one the two year anniversary and the hundred episode they, oh, no, yeah, they fall on the, yeah 
But, uh, yeah, man. Y'all have a good one.